Hello and welcome to the third episode of The Simmon Club. I'm your host, Dan Boozer. If you've listened to us before, you'll know that we're just a couple of nerds who really enjoy talking about movies. Today we will be talking about the Oscar nominations and what we think of this year's field of films. First off, I'd like to thank our guests Zach Pfeiffer, Campbell Dunham, and Mr. Sterner for being here today. Uh, so without any more delay, let's dive into this year's Best Picture nominees. Um, what do you guys think like the winner will be this year, the best movie? Well, what I like the most and what I think is going to win is definitely La La Land. Like, not even a question. Uh, I know a lot of other people believe that as well, but I feel like it did a great job. It was really the first musical I saw since like Mary Poppins when I was really young and don't remember much of that. I just loved La La Land. It was a refreshing movie to see. Um, I remember when the first predictions for nominations started coming out, it was it seemed like it was between Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight, and La La Land. But ever like as more award shows happen, it seems like it, it will be leaning towards La La Land. And it also got the most nominations. I think it tied the record, if I'm not mistaken. So that also leans towards La La Land winning it all. Yeah, so I'm kind of at a different point. Uh, than you guys I think Moonlight being here I, I just I feel like the Academy is going to go Moonlight sometimes they like to go the different direction of the other award shows uh, I feel like Moonlight is more their type of movie uh, last year with the Oscars so white I feel like there's such a big backlash for a movie like Moonlight to win would be like a really positive uh, way for the Academy to go so unfortunately I think uh, Moonlight will win Kind of based on the politics of it, which uh, is unfortunate, but it's what I think is going to happen. So, um. Honestly, I have no problem if Moonlight wins. I think La La Land and Moonlight are neck and neck for me. I love both. I think they're both great films. And if either wins, I will be more than happy. I just, I, I think it should be one of those two, no questions asked. What they did for the genre, what they did for movies as a whole is incredible. And I think it has to be one of those two. Yeah, those two definitely were the standouts. Um, but I, I'm still staying with La La Land for sure. Although I, I, I pretty much liked every single one of these movies. Like I enjoyed watching all of them. I mean, they were some of them pretty heavy. Like I, it was like a sad movie to watch, but just great movies all around. So, but honestly, yeah, Moonlight and uh, La La Land definitely my top two. Finally, La La Land. But. Sometimes uh, the best movie isn't always your favorite movie. Do anyone have a? Uh like a favorite movie that maybe wasn't necessarily the best. For me, that was like uh, Hell or High Water. I thought it was just an excellent, I, I love the Western genre. This was like a modern take on it. And just the way that movie is, I, I loved it so much. Like it really has no chance of winning, but uh, I, I really love that movie. I was wondering if you guys had another movie. Like yeah, I, I love Hacksaw Ridge. I saw it last night and yeah. absolutely loved it. Um, but again, yeah, it's not really the traditional winner. Yeah, and the two other, the two others that aren't with Moonlight in La La Land would have to be Hacksaw Ridge and um, Fences for me. Those two, but they just had such a big effect on me more than other films like Moonlight and La La Land. And I think those two also don't really have that much of a chance. But I just thought they were really, really and great. Wasn't films. Hacksaw? Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Wasn't Hacksaw Ridge directed by Mel Gibson? It was. It was. So Mel Gibson is really, really not well liked in the Hollywood community for his various uh, anti-Semitic outbursts and some of the mm -hmm. past history he had. So this is kind of a redemption film for him, but I think about that's about as far as it'll go. Yeah. When Dan was talking about the politics of it, I think that's one of those where like, they're tipping their cap to him saying, here's your opportunity to come back and be, you know, among polite society again. 
don't mess yeah. it up. They did toss him that directing. Yeah, they nod gave too. him a directing nod, which I I was shocked when I saw that. But we'll get to that a little later, I guess. Um, moving on, the best actor category this year. Once again, great performances. Uh, who do you guys think is going to win this category? Um, well, I'm pretty sure the past couple of years have been the exact same as the SAG Awards. Because I remember I wanted Michael Keaton to win, but Eddie Redmayne won, and he won at the SAGs. So I remember that's a great predictor. And Denzel did win there, which I thought it was Casey Affleck this whole time. But now I, I think it will be Denzel. Also because of what Dan said with the huge backlash, Oscars so white, no nominees, no black nominees in the past past year and now they have quite a few and I think they'd love to give it to Denzel who's an excellent actor and gave a great performance in Fences so yeah, I think he, he, did, re- he did really well in Fences but uh, he also had a huge role he had a lot of talking to do and he directed it too didn't he he did so yeah that was big for him um, but I don't know I I wasn't as big a fan of Fences as I think Campbell was because um, I thought it was a little boring maybe but uh, I definitely liked uh, Casey Affleck in Man- Manchester by the Sea, uh, for sure the best. Because I felt like he was different the way he acted. He was like really kind of like laid back. He wasn't laid back. He was like reserved almost, and it was different. And whenever he did have something emotionally m- emotional happen to him, it was more mo- moving for me. If that makes sense. I think, like Campbell said, with Denzel getting the SAG, um, I think that's like it makes it a little more exciting. But I really do think this is Casey Affleck's. Uh, award to lose um manchester by the sea i think was the best performance this year and i think another thing it it came from casey affleck like he's ben affleck's little brother uh he's kind of a goofy guy in hollywood so like it blew me away because like i'm not a huge fan of like the afflicks but this movie and like his performance in it really surprised me so i think i think that like this, maybe the surprise factor of him doing something this serious uh, will sway some voters. It'll also be interesting after I think it was the SAG Awards, and he won that. Trying to see was it was it SAG Awards? Uh, I think he won Golden, Golden Globe. Denzel Golden Globe. won. Yeah. yeah. So what he said there when he was up on stage, like, are, is the Academy going to roll the dice and say, "Here you go, get up there in front of a national audience, live TV, and let's see what you have to say, kid." Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes Hollywood gets really public, political about stuff like that. And sometimes they're like, "No, nah, mm-hmm. we'll take the safe choice and not, not give somebody the uh, chance." Yeah. I feel like I do just have to say, uh, Vigo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic, uh, probably a criminally underseen film. I loved it, every scene of it, and I think it's good to see him back, kind of uh, acting for a while there. You know, he went missing a little bit, but um. Um, I think it's great to have him back. I, I thought I just watched the movie last night actually, and I did think it was really good as well. I don't know if it's like at that tier with the other things. Like I'm not surprised it didn't get a Best Picture nom, but yeah, Vigo was good, and it is nice to see like an underseen film on here because sometimes those don't always get the nominations. Yeah, I didn't see Captain Fantastic, but I I mean I guess it looks like pretty good. So uh, Best Actress is the next category we're going to hit on here. I will say right off the bat, unfortunately, I did not get to see many of the best actress performances. Um, but what do you guys think will win? I think it's leaning towards Emma Stone because of the SAG. She got the SAG. She got the Golden Globe. And I originally thought, or it sounded like it was leaning towards Natalie Portman. But, I mean, award seasons can change. And now I think it's going towards Emma Stone. 
Yeah, I, I didn't see many, but La La Land, I definitely respected Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone more for this movie. Uh, the fact that they were a bit out of their comfort zone, I think, because they had to sing. And I know and they neither of them knew how to dance before the movie was made. And they both well. learned that. Yeah. And then Ryan, well, on top of, we talk about best actor stuff, but Ryan Gosling had to learn how to play the piano. Mm-hmm. And he played all the part. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's underappreciated how much yeah. I think they had to do for this movie. Yeah, but yeah, I haven't seen the rest, but I, I'm voting for Emma Stone then. I guess it's always tough to vote or bet against Meryl Streep because yeah. she's the most right. honored actress of her generation, even counting to death. I mean, it's just unbelievable what she does. I don't know if that was that good a film though. It was kind of like it kind of went into theaters and just kind of <laughs> nosedived. Yeah, People I saw it. that within the last week and. I mean, I thought it was a pretty good movie, but at this point, they're just giving a Meryl a nom for any pretty good performance she's given. Because I know she yeah. gave got one for Into the Woods, which who knows if she deserved, but at this point, they're just giving her one just to give her one because she's so good. I do think Emma Stone is probably going to win this. Um, I do think, and this is kind of a little bit of a side note, but uh, maybe we'll see this as the way it goes through. I think La La Land got nominated for 14 Oscars. Yeah. 14. That's incredible. It's amazing. I don't think they're going to sweep it like they did at Golden Globes. I think you're going to see it kind of be the movie that got nominated and fell up short. I think this is where they're going to say, though, uh, this was like the part of La La Land that uh, was the best in its field. Um, and then what do you guys – would you guys – I personally would like to see Emma Stone win it as well. I think that that's the movie that I would like to see get the recognition here. Um. I love Emma Stone. I've always loved her. I'm a huge proponent of her. I would love to see her get an Oscar. I'm rooting for her, uh, no doubt. But I think Natalie Portman deserves it. Because I, when I watch Jackie, the whole movie, the whole movie is based on her performance. And it seems like she had it down to a T. Like, it seems like she really got Jackie uh, Kennedy down perfectly. And it, while it wasn't the best movie... I do feel like the whole thing revolved around her, where Emma Stone did have Ryan Gosling. She killed the performance, of course, but I think Natalie Portman probably deserves it, even though I want Emma Stone to win. Yeah, I didn't see many of them, so yeah, definitely Emma Stone. Sure. Yeah, I, 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 I'm in that boat, um, unfortunately. But there were a lot of good animated films this year, and I did see uh, a, good, a good amount of them. So with that, what do you guys think is going to win this animated category? I think Zootopia will win because even though it did come out a little earlier in the year and sometimes they forget about those, it did bring up some great points about societal issues nowadays through a children's film, which I know uh, Disney does so well. They make it adult and kid-friendly. And I remember when I first heard about it, I didn't see it first weekend, but I remember everyone saying, like, this is a film you had to see. And while I didn't like it quite as much as they said, I still think this will be the one that will win. Yeah, I, I, I loved Zootopia as well. Um, saw it twice. And then Kubo and the Two Strings, I also thought was very interesting uh, with the, the claymation kind of stuff. Uh, put a lot of hard work in that film. It was pretty good. But yeah, I'm with Campbell on this one. Zootopia was definitely my favorite. And I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about snubs yet, but... Uh, we'll get to snubs, okay, but... Okay, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that later. Um, I think Zootopia, it, it's my favorite movie. I'll get that out of the way now in this category. I don't think it'll win. Uh, that's mostly because I think Mona and Zootopia are kind of going to go head-to-head. They're going Moana, yeah. Um, I think they're going to pull at their uh, voting pool. So I feel like this is actually going to be Kubo and Two Strings, which 
they they deserve all the uh, all the credit in the world. They made probably the best looking film I've seen this year. It it's absolutely stunning what they're doing. So uh, that would be my prediction. But like they said, Zootopia was just it blew me away. Like how funny that movie can be. So I'm pulling for Zootopia. I'm actually pulling for Moana. I just uh, a lot of movies I just like because they affect me. And Moana I loved. I think the music in this was extraordinary. I had such a blast watching it. It was, I mean, Polynesian Princess, you, can, you know, maybe they're doing it for race, whatever. But I still thought that was a great way to go. And I'd also like to give a little shout out to Red Turtle. That is, a, that is also a really beautiful movie. And Kubo, I didn't really like as much as other people say. That's probably the worst of the ones I've seen. I have not seen my life as, my life as a zucchini. But I thought Kubo was good, but... <laughs> I just didn't think it was as good as the other three. I mean, they're all great movies, but I just thought the other three were better. All right. Uh, moving on, we have the directing category this year. Some new faces, actually a lot, and then uh, one returning guy who's kind of, you know, the black sheep of Hollywood. But where do you guys think – who do you think is going to win this one? Well, I mean, we, we didn't talk about Arrival much yet today. And Arrival, again, I thought was underrated. When I came out of the theater, I loved that movie – and it was very well directed. It was a very beautiful film. But it's, again, not really like the one that's going to win all these awards. It's not that kind. Whereas La La Land, where it was, you said it was filmed just like the old musicals, long takes, everything had to be kind of like flowing. And I feel like that had to be uh, with Chazelle or whatever his name is. He did a fantastic job. And I, yeah, definitely, I, I'm voting for La La Land directing again. Um. Like I said earlier, I would love it if either La La Land or Moonlight Directors got this. I mean, part of directing is performances, and I feel like both Damien Chazelle and Barry Jenkins got great performances out of pretty much every actor in the movie. So that's a huge thing. I'm going to edge it out to Damien Chazelle, though, because I feel like he did more with the camera work. I mean, Barry Jenkins told an incredible story, had incredible acting, but Damien Chazelle, it seems like, had to overcome a little more than Barry Jenkins did, and it seems like he just did more with the camera, had very great shots, exciting shots, exciting scenes, and that's why I'm going to yeah. give it to Damien Chazelle. Yeah. La La definitely was a film where I noticed every single shot was, like, beautiful. It was, like, a, it was something I would see a it's still like frame of. Yeah, yeah. like a painting. A bunch so. of paintings. Yeah. As far as a prediction would go, I think I was kind of hinting to this earlier. I think uh, Barry Jenkins is going to get it with Moonlight. I just... I see that being like the way the Academy is going to lean on this night is that Moonlight is going to beat out La La Land in a lot of places. As for who I would like to see win, just give it to Mel Gibson. I love Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> I love uh, it too. <laughs> I, you know, I love old Mel Gibson movies, and I just it, that's who I would like to see win. It's not going to happen, but that mm. movie was really cool, and that the battle scenes were a, a technical feet like they are very impressive Talk battle scenes that they don't really want to have up on stage with a verbal hand grenade just to go off in his mouth in front of a live studio audience yeah so <laughs> i don't imagine that's going to happen necessarily but you never know i know everyone holds the normandy scene in saving private ryan as the tier to try and reach for war scenes and mm -hmm. i think hacksaw ridge pretty I think much he reached like it. That he is, might pass it like there's yeah, just parts and the where... story of hacksaw ridge is just a really good story it's just redeeming and it's just a great story all around i thought it was i thought it was an incredible movie all right so uh the last thing we're going to talk about here today is some of the uh snubs or things that really surprised us um i'll just start out one 
thing that really kind of surprised me was uh, Martin Scorsese's film Silence pretty much being nowhere nowhere to be seen. Um, doesn't surprise me in directing that much. Doesn't surprise me in Best Picture that much. However, uh, I do think Silence is a better film than some of the other movies that were nominated. But um, where it did surprise me, and it really surprised me in Best Actor, because Andrew Garfield gets a nod for Hacksaw Ridge. And if Hacksaw Ridge is like an American cheeseburger in terms of Andrew Garfield's performance, to me, his performance in Silence is like in, in the flame and yawn, the best... It's it's just a better performance, I feel like. So I was really surprised to see. Uh, so he got nominated, but for him to not get you nominated for Silence, I think it's the wrong performance. And I feel like it's kind of they to slight that movie everywhere. I feel like kind of surprised me. I completely agree. I don't think Silence should deserve Best Picture. I mean, Best Director, I could argue for it. I think he did a great job. But Andrew Garfield, I mean, this year made me love Andrew Garfield even more than I already did. Yeah. Like, I loved him as Spider-Man. I loved him in Social Network. But this year, I mean, I think he deserved both on there. I don't care. Yeah. I'd I mean, put both put, on put there. They're both. both better than Casey yeah. Affleck, in my opinion. I just think, yeah, no. Uh, Manchester as a movie, I just didn't love as much as other people. I think it's pretty overrated. I still thought it was good. And it probably deserves Best Picture nod, at least. But I think Andrew Garfield in both those movies to carry like a two and a half one, and I guess they're both around two and a half, give or take. Like just the performances, the uh, the uh, stuff you put into them is just amazing, and I think he is a great actor. Going along with like Manchester, uh, Lucas Hedges, the sporting guy, uh, he didn't really stand out for me that much when I saw it. It wasn't like wow, he's doing a great job at this. It was more kind of like shadowed by Casey Affleck. Um, but something else I thought, like, I don't really know. I haven't, I haven't really heard much about this lately, but 10 Cloverfield Lane was this year. Kind of like forgotten about a little bit. I really liked that movie, especially because of John Goodman and his performance. And I thought he did a fantastic job as a sporting role. And I don't know. He, yeah, he could have been there. I can definitely agree with that. To be honest, the whole supporting role category kind of surprised me a little bit. It's like, uh, I already said Hell or High Water, I love. Jeff Bridges deserves yeah. to be there. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce this, but... Mahershala. Yeah, Mahershala Ali. I think he's a big part of Moonlight, a part, big part of why it succeeds so well. So I think he's there. Yeah. The rest of these, I'm a little iffy, especially Dev Patel. Um, I and he did a great job. He did a good he job. He did a good job, and the... Little boy actor, the first part. Yeah, his his name's escaping me, <laughs> but so I thought Good he though. was he was better. <laughs> I thought he was a better better pick because to me that's like the really standout part of that movie is when you're with him yeah. and he carries it. And as a child actor, like I, I think uh, he did a great job. Yeah. I, I, think, I think he got snubbed. I really think he deserved yeah. it. Uh, the beginning uh, of the movie was fantastic. Yeah, I think movie. I think someone who I think would be categorized as an actor in supporting role would be the middle Chiron in Moonlight. I think he just did a great job as a teen. Just get it, just like the emotion he creates in someone. It's just amazing. I was just, I was never in, like close to tears, but it just was so emotionally raw. And I think, you know, he wasn't getting much buzz, so I figured he wasn't going to get nominated. But he's one who I would have loved to have seen because I thought he just gave a standout performance. But I do love Mahershala. I think Lucas Hedges was actually one of the standout people in Moonlight or Manchester by the Sea, in my opinion, because I thought he did a really good job as well. 
the last one I have to bring up because I feel like we would be snubbing her if I didn't mention it is uh, Amy Adams not getting a Best Actress nod. I think it's pretty much criminal. Um, Meryl Streep getting the nod over here this year. It's, it's, I think it's ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. I think no matter what she does at this point in time, they're going to kind of nominate her. I think Amy Adams, if she had been nominated, I think you could have made a really strong case that she should have won it in this category. category. Um, I think the Meryl Streep thing, it's getting almost, it's like the Oscars are always going to be the most prestigious you can get for a movie. But with her to be nominated so many times, and now it's like, yeah, here's the role she won. Here's the one where it's very good, really good. And here's the ones where it's like, well, we had no one else. That's all fine and good if you want to do that. But this year there was another just absolutely mind-blowing performance, I thought. And I I think that's the biggest snub this year because it's just – it's glaring. Yeah, that was that was a pretty big – and especially for Meryl, I guess. That just kind of – yeah, The fact yeah. she's there instead, it almost leaves like a bad taste in my mouth. But <laughs> um, that's all for us today. But um, be sure to check in on our Twitter and Instagram. Uh, And stay tuned to the broadcaster for more coverage of this year's 2017 Oscars. As always, I'm your host, Dan Boozer, and thank you for listening to The Cinema Club.